Open your Bibles to the book of Joshua. I'm telling you, I'm super excited for 2019, but I'm super excited for right now. I'm super excited all the time because God is not dead. He's alive. Come on, Holy Ghost. Are you in Joshua chapter one? Are you in Joshua chapter one? Verse 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses' assistant saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given it to you as I have said to Moses. Verse 5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Come on. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Verse 7, only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do all that the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper That you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Come on, come on. Touch your neighbor and say, Joshua, Moses is dead. Touch your other neighbor and say, Joshua, Moses is dead. (laughs) Some of you might be thinking, what? This is a church called Life. Why are we talking about dead people? I want to tell you that 2018 is coming to an end. The generation of Moses is coming to an end. The year of Moses is coming to an end. And we're entering into the year of Joshua, which is 2019. Touch your neighbor and say, Joshua, Moses is dead. Enter into the season. Enter into the year of the promise of the Lord. 2019 is going to be the year of the promise of the Lord. Come on. Come on, Holy Ghost. Today's message is a prophetic message uh, from the Lord to help us to cross over. Say cross over. Cross over or transition into what God has planned for us in 2019. I'm not going to tell you what it is today because you need to come here next week. Okay, (laughs) but I want you to pay very close attention to the transition in this message because you're going to live it out this week. 
Okay, pay attention because we're going to get into the word and I'm going to anoint you today. Kelsey and I are going to anoint you. We're going to lay hands on you and we're going to transfer authority over your life so that you can step into 2019 with the authority of your father and your mother of this house. Come on. So I need you, I need you to stay plugged into the Holy Spirit. Plugged into the word, all right? So we're, we're in a situation now where we're in transition and people say Dubai is a place of transition. People come, people go. Some people in this room are planning to go. Not a problem. Other people will come. And some will stay. Some will go. But not a problem. Because God never leaves. Why? Because he said it in his word. He never leaves. He never forsakes. Every place your foot shall tread, I will give it to you. So God is not restricted to a geolocation. He's restricted to the temple. Are you with me? So wherever you go, you, your responsibility is to release God. Amen. So now Joshua is in this place where God calls him by name and he says, Joshua, son of Nun, come to me. Moses, my servant is dead, which means Joshua didn't know. Because God, the Bible says that God himself buried Moses. No man has found Moses' body till today. If anybody claims, they're false. Only God knows where Moses is buried. And so he comes to Joshua and says, Joshua, Moses is dead. And now it's time for you now, Joshua, to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. Which means Israel were in the wilderness until Moses had to die. The people of God cannot inherit the promised land unless the law dies. Come on now. Moses is a, is a representation to us as the one who brings the law of God to us. Joshua is, is the one who has the covenant of grace where God tells Moses, Moses, if you do all these things, then you will inherit the promised land. Are you with me? But to Joshua, he doesn't say you need to do all these things. He, to Joshua, he says, I will take you into the promised land. I will lead you. I will give you the, the place that your foot shall tread. I will give it to you. I will be with you. I will not forsake you. I will be around you. It's amazing how when, when we understand that the season of works is over and the season of grace has begun, we've got to gotta have a transition to move from the law into grace. Somebody say grace. grace. And so we, we see that God chose Joshua not because Moses chose Joshua. Ah, come on now. God chose Joshua because Joshua was faithful and obedient to Moses. Come on now. 2018 is a year where you have been faithful to God. How have you been faithful to God? Because you've been faithful and obedient to your Moses. Whether Moses was of the law, whether Moses' character was right or wrong, whether anything you had a problem with Moses in 2018, Moses and his wife, whether you had a problem with Moses' character, his abilities... Whatever you had a problem with, God wasn't interested in that. 
God was interested in how, is how faithful are you to the word that comes out of Moses' mouth? How faithful and obedient are you to the word that comes out of his mouth? Because God is looking to see how you have served his house in 2018. And depending on that, you inherit the promises in 2019. Come on now. Come on now. Some of you have, have restricted yourself from serving. Some of you have restricted yourself from, from engaging with God's house and serving and, and loving people and going to life group and, and committing to the house because you've had issues. Let me tell you, God doesn't care about your issues with man. He wants to know, even though you have issues, will you be faithful and obedient to his word? And it is those people that God chooses to trust the promised land. Listen, the promised land is not just a, a land of milk and honey, although it is a land of milk and honey, and it's phenomenal. There's great provision. God looks to see whether you have matured in 2018 to steward 2019. Come on, I think I'm preaching to the right church. God is looking to see whether you have been faithful to every message that was preached, every prophetic word that was released, every testimony that was ever released out of this pulpit, everything that was spoken out of, the, out of God's mouth in this house. God is looking to see whether you were faithful and he's looking to the entire year and he wants to see whether you were faithful to your own opinion or his. And so now we, we see that what Joshua what Moses was to the people of Israel, Joshua was not expected to be like that. What Moses was to people, who John was in 2018, is not who John will be in 2019. Who you are, who you were in 2018, is not what God expects you to be in 2019. Because in 2019, I want to prophesy over you that you are a Joshua generation. A generation that will enter the promised land. Come on now. Come on. And so we, we, have, we, we have Joshua who was faithful and obedient to Moses being chosen by God to, to, be, to be the one who leads people into the promised land. If you have been faithful to God's word, listen to me very carefully. If you have been faithful to God's word in 2018, you've listened to God's word and to the best of your ability, to the best of your ability, to the best of your understanding, you've applied God's word and you've really battled it. You've struggled and, and God, I really, I don't get it. But, but somehow you've seen transformation in your life. I want to tell you, you're part of this generation. You're part of this group of people that God has seen faithful and brought you in to 2019. I'm already in 2019. I'm already in there. I'm in the promised land. I'm doing my hula hoops and dancing around and seeing every... I've surveyed, I've surveyed the land for you. I've surveyed the land and it is good. It is good. It's very good. 2019 will catch you by storm. It will take you, sweep you off your feet. And it is absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. See, God really takes us through uh, three... Typically, three transitions. 
The first is when we're in captivity and God rescues us by grace through Jesus Christ. And from captivity, he brings us into a wilderness experience where we learn to see the the signs and the wonders and and the miracles. We see the cloud by day, fire by night, and we see all of the stuff that God does in in church and in our life. And we see miracles, oh my God. But between, between captivity and the promised land is a wilderness experience. And in the wilderness experience, God doesn't leave you alone. You are always, he is always with you. He is always by your side. He's always doing the miracles. He's always doing the signs and the wonders. But the reason why he does it is because he wants to reveal his heart to you. Are you with me? When between captivity, when you were a sinner and Jesus rescued you by grace, now you enter into this season where God removes all the distractions from around you. You might feel like you're in a wilderness, but he removes all of the distraction around you. But to go from the wilderness experience into the promised land, the only way you do it is through obedience. Some people, some people, and I can guarantee you this because the Lord has told me, some people will not experience 2019 because they're still in 2018 only because of disobedience. Gone quiet now. Because of disobedience. The Lord has told me that people in our church, because they've chosen not to follow God's word, they will stay back. How do I know this? Because it's his nature. You see in Exodus chapter 17, we see Moses is having a, 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 a time uh, with, with the people of Israel where they are gone for many days without water and food. You, you know the story, right? And, and so now they go for many days without water and they come to Moses and they grumble to him and they say, man, it was better for us to stay in captivity. <laughs> this is how you know you're in a wilderness experience if you still are longing for your sin nature. Come on now. If you're, lo- if you're still struggling with your little habits, your little things that you used to do when you did not know Jesus, Hello, you're still in the wilderness experience. You've not yet entered into the promised land. And so you have people now who are struggling in this area, but they don't want to hear God's word. And the only way that you can move from wilderness into promised land is if you are faithful to God's word. And God comes to Moses. Actually, Moses goes to God and says, God, these people, your people are grumbling. So like sometimes I do that. I go to God and say, God, your church, your people, you brought them. I didn't tell them to come. You told them to come. They're here today because of you. It's amazing, isn't it? It tells me that, that you hear God's voice. Oh. All right. Shall we open our Bible again? How many of you can say that you hear God's voice? Not audibly, but even in your heart. How many of you? Yeah. Most of you, right? So when I said it, what happened? You can hear God's voice, right? Sure. Yeah. Even if somebody invited you, you heard God's voice invite you in their voice. That's how you came here. And so we, we have Moses now complaining to God about his people and they're saying, 
but it's water, you know. Give them water, God. And so God tells Moses, I'll stand next to a rock. And when I stand next to the rock, you take your stick and you hit the rock. Can you imagine? If John were to come with a staff and I stand here, all of you are thirsty. And I stand here and I hit this speaker and water starts coming out of it. You would be totally amazed by John. But you will not know God. Unless you're hearing his voice. So every time God does a miracle, every time breakthrough, every time a sign and a wonder, he's trying to reveal something to you. He's trying to reveal his heart so that you can know him better. Are you with me? So the same situation happens in the book of Numbers. Similar situation. They come again and they're thirsty. And this time, Moses goes to God and he's fed up. Like he's reached stage of no return. Too much of drama in the church. Too much, too much is happening. And so now he goes to God and God tells him, the glory of God appears to Moses. Are you listening? And God says, take your staff that is in my glory. Listen to the instruction. Take my staff, which is in my presence. Go before the rock and speak to the rock. Come on now. He didn't say strike the rock. He said, take your stick, but speak to the rock. First time he says, strike the rock. Second time he says, speak to the rock. Moses comes and he, while he's coming to the rock, he starts listening to the negativity of the people. He listens to the people and he shouts at them and he says, you rebels. And he takes the stick and he hits the stone twice. He hits the rock twice, not once, twice. And when he hits the rock twice, water comes out and people drink. But see, the problem with that, he lost his relationship with God. See, in in 2018, the things that you did to have the success that you had will not work in 2019. What you did, the prayer time, the fasting, all that stuff that you did will not work in 2019 because what will work in 2019 is hearing God's voice. See, God is interested in people who who understand the progressive nature of his word. God is interested in people understanding that he doesn't do the same thing the same way twice. At one time, he says, strike the rock. Next time, he says, speak to the rock. What is he trying to tell Moses? He's trying to tell Moses, Moses, every time I speak to you, every time you have a problem, even if it's recurring again, I want to give you an upgrade. Say upgrade. Upgrade in your authority. Upgrade with authority. Strike the rock. First and foremost, striking the rock looks stupid. But God does foolish things and confounds the wise. And he calls Moses to strike the rock, speak to the rock. But Moses strikes the rock when he should have just spoken to the rock. Some of us sitting in this room have been so pushed down by our circumstances that we respond to our circumstances rather than the voice of God. Come on now, come on. 
instead of instead of instead of allowing our minds to be completely filled with God's word, we allow our minds to to be filled with what sister so and so says, or brother so and so says, or what this news channel says, and what that newspaper says, and what this article on Facebook says, or what that post, or this Instagram, and that, you know what I mean. We fill our minds with all of this stuff and then we expect a miracle to happen and we do it. But the thing is, because you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation and all of the above, you come and you do the same thing again and the miracle happens and you think you are successful. But in 2019, it changes because God in the wilderness was teaching us his heart. His heart is for us to be, to be in step and in sync with him. When he says move, you move. Just like that. When he says go, you go. When he says speak, you speak. When he says fall in love, fall in love. When he says give, give. When he says the amount, give the amount without questioning. When he says, go to that church, go to that church. If he says, go to that person, give them a bottle of cold water, do it without even questioning his voice. Because in everything you do, every time you obey God's word, his voice is an upgrade. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. Every message that you hear from this pulpit is an opportunity for you to upgrade your relationship with God. It's for you to upgrade your authority with heaven. It's for you to upgrade your authority on the earth. Listen, when God said, Moses, speak to the rock. I want to tell you something. Something supernatural happened. When God said rock, every rock on the planet was ready to give Moses water. Come on, man. Come on. He could have gone to any rock and just spoken to the rock and water would have come out. But yet he chose to take a stick and he hit the rock and only one rock gave him water. When God said, let there be light, there's still light. How come Moses' water from the rock dried out? Come on, come on, come on. See, when you understand who you are in Christ, when you understand what your responsibility is before God, in everything that he says, he's revealing his heart. You will stay in the wilderness if you disobey his word. Are you with me? You will stay, continue to stay in the wilderness being mesmerized by miracle signs and wonders. You'll be mesmerized by everything else that is happening around you, but you yourself will not be changed. And a lot of Christians prefer being like that. They prefer God. Oh, I want to see the realm of glory. I want to experience the presence of God. I want to do this. I want to see that. I want, wow, wow, wow. I want to do all of the above. God's interested in revealing his heart to you. The upgrade is not in the miracle signs and wonders. The upgrade is not in the location. The upgrade is in your obedience to his voice. If you want to transition from 2018 to 19, you have to position yourself to understand the progressive nature of God's word. Today he'll tell you to do something. Tomorrow it'll be different. And you need to be okay with it. Today, to one person, John will be one way. To another person, John will be another way. Why? It's because I'm hearing God's voice. You're the one losing out. I'm not because I'm upgrading. Oh, come on now. (laughs) 
We are too busy with church stuff. We're too busy with the fleshy stuff. We're too busy with, ah, she said, he said. We're not bothered about what God has to say. What is God saying about your business? What is God saying about your workplace? What is, what is, you might feel like you are stuck in a rut. And the reason why you're stuck in a rut is not because God doesn't want to take you out of there. He's given you every opportunity to get you out of there into experiencing the promised land, experiencing an upgrade of authority. But it happens when you obey the still small voice, the little things. It is the little things that really rob you. You should listen to how God talks to, to Moses. In, in Exodus chapter 20, uh, sorry, Numbers chapter 20 and, and verse 12, he says, but, but the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Very interesting. Very interesting. In 2019, if you want the supernatural to open over your life, if you want to experience the supernatural, you have to watch out for two things. Are you ready? The first thing is that we need to obey God's progressive word by understanding his heart for us. His heart for you is to progress in your relationship with him. Are you with me? His heart for you is for you and him to progress. It's not for you to do ministry. It's not for you to do the miracle signs and wonders, although it's very easy for him to do it through you. But his heart for you is that God and you would go further. Through your obedience and his voice, every time you obey him, there's something about his heart that is exposed to you. There's something about his heart that is exposed and you now grab onto his heart. I'm telling you, people in this room will start experiencing 2019 in such a huge way from the day, from 31st night itself. But it has to, it has to come from a place. No, no, it has to come from a place of, of, of wanting to know God more. Not wanting to have a better life. God has a better life for you. Oh, come on. I, I hope you're getting what I'm saying. God's got the better life for you, but he can't trust you with stewarding a better life. The way he trusts you with stewarding the better life is if he gives you a task and you do it. And in that task, he reveals his heart. And in that place, you embrace his heart. And now you get closer to God. God's more interested in you getting closer to him and knowing his heart than you actually doing anything great in your life. Come on now. If there was one thing that you could do in 2019 is to know him more. 2019 is going to be a year where we're going to drive intimacy like never before. But, but it comes from a place of not just from the pulpit. It's not like, oh, come on, be intimate with God. Intimate. No, no, it's not a fleshy intimacy. Intimacy with God, Jesus says this, if you love me, you will obey me. Your love to God is demonstrated in the measure of your obedience to God. So the first thing is we obey God's progressive word. If he says, strike the rock, strike the rock. 
Next time, if you come to the same rock again, don't strike it. Ask him what to do. Because he will say, speak to the rock. The second thing is we display our trust in him as a public demonstration. We display our trust in him as a public demonstration. When God told Moses to strike the rock, he struck it. When he told him to speak to the rock, he didn't. Because he questioned God's moves. He questioned God's motives. Why? It's because he surrounded himself by naysayers. People who talk negative. People who regret, man, oh, I don't know why I came to this church. Oh, every time, same thing, shouting, 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 shouting. Nothing new, only word, 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 word. Can we enjoy life? Uh, you will have no life to enjoy if you don't understand the progressive nature of God. If you don't have a value for God's word, God's presence, and God's people, what other life do you have? You can go to a club, drink all the alcohol you want, next day, you're still the same. In fact, you feel worse. But when you come into a community like this and you hear God's word and you put it into practice, now it feels like I am no longer the same. I have progressed in my revelation. I've progressed in my relationship with God. I have been transformed. I've been translated into the image and likeness of Jesus. Now life makes sense, man. Who you are today, you need to look back 2018 and say, God, I'm so grateful that I'm way better off. I'm way better today than I am. See, the problem is we always, the enemy comes and he's like, yeah, 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 you only talk negative. You only drive rash on the road. You don't shave your beard. You look like this. You are losing hair. You're becoming too fat. You're doing becoming too thin. All of that naysaying stuff causes you to obey the voice of the enemy. And every time you obey the voice of the enemy, you are cutting yourself off from the promised land. I hope I'm making myself very clear to you. Yeah. God is looking for people who will trust him publicly. Come on, 2019 is the upgrade, right? It's the upgrade. When you're sitting in your office and, and, you're, and you're on your laptop and somebody goes, achoo, sneeze on, on the side and all of that. You're, they're doing all of that and you're like, bless you. <laughs> if you're a woman, it's bless you. If you're a man, bless you. Bless you. If you're, if you're, say, if you're just saying bless you like that and, and getting away with it and not hearing what God has to say about that sneeze. This is what I'm saying. If you're not asking God, what, what, what's happening with my colleague, Lord? How, how can I serve you? No, oh. no, 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 no. If they sneeze, it's an opportunity for an upgrade. Oh, come on. Such a good word. I'm telling you, that word is changing my life right now. Somebody sneezes in your office, you should be going to God and saying, God, how can I change their life? Because when you go to God, he'll say, well, stretch out your hand and just pray for them in Jesus' name. Ah. That's when, that's when it happens. It's like, um, no, Lord. No, I'm shy. I'm shy. Okay, shy people don't inherit the promised land. All right, I'll wait. I'll wait till you get over your fear that is, that your, your, sorry, your shyness. 
Your, your shyness is, 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 is a, uh, is a um, how do I say this? It's a, it's a bed of thorns that, that pulls you in. It's a bed of fear that pulls you in. Shyness. No, God did not make anybody shy. Shyness is not a fruit of the spirit. Shyness is a, is a tolerable form of fear. That's how I'll put it. Any shy people? Shy people? Oh, come on. I set you free now in Jesus' name. Never again. Right. So, thank you for being honest. That's not, that's not shy. That's actually boldness. Come on now. Right. So, so if your colleague is, and God says, lay your hand on them and pray for them and release healing into their body, you've got to trust him publicly. Because if you don't trust him publicly, it doesn't affect your neighbor because your neighbor will take a panadol and get healed. But it'll affect your relationship with God. Because now he knows that you won't become a fool for him. Come on. God is looking for fools in 2019. Foolish people. People who will, who will I'd rather become a fool for you, God, than, than allow people to give me myriads of compliments. One word from the Lord is all I, know, I need. One word from God. One opportunity for an upgrade. Lord, give me an upgrade. See, I'll tell you something. If you don't learn to overcome that which overcomes you, you will be overcome by that which overcomes you. Do you understand? Because if you don't overcome that thing which overcomes you, you will have no authority when it comes back again. Hmm. Why? Because the first time you heard God and you said, God said, strike it with a stick. And you struck it with a stick. And the next time it comes around, you got a stick ready and God is saying, speak to it. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. I'm, I'm hoping you get it. See, in 2018, we did things a certain way. And we think that when those situations come back again, we'll do the same thing to get the same result. But God is saying, no, no, no. I want to upgrade in 2018, when you did something and you overcame it, in 2019, you just speak to it. You just speak to it. If you overcame debt in, 2019, in 2018, come on now. If you overcame debt, there's still four more days. If you over, three more days. If you overcome debt in 2018, in 2019, when your credit card tells you, spend me, spend me. <laughs> now you're not weak but you're strong because you have authority and you tell your credit card shut up stay down I don't need this I don't need that right now what I need I have I have God's word and it's filling me I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am holy I am blameless and you will submit to me The issue is submission, isn't it? These little devils, they think they have more authority over you. You're the child of God, man. You're the child of God, man. They think you, they can push you around. They don't know. You're the child of God. You're the child of God. You're the, you're the child of God. 
You're a child of God. Jesus gave up living on the earth so that you can live. Jesus chose to live in heaven so that you can live on the earth. You can live as Jesus. So act like him. Behave like him. Have the authority that Jesus gave you. You don't understand. When you obey God's word, hell freezes over. Every demon in hell will run from your life when you start obeying God's word. When you start obeying God's word, they realize, okay, maturity. They're not fighting. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I overcome temptation. Overcome. No, God, this sin. I take up. Oh, no, 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 no. You never, you never get into places of temptation. You never get into those places because you don't recognize those places anymore. Those things don't attract you anymore because you are so filled with heaven. You are so filled with God's word. Your mind is so renewed that the old man has absolutely no power over you. Come on. Come on now. What you did in 2018... You will speak in 2019. Why? It's because the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I want you very quickly to go to um, 1 John chapter 2 and verse 20. I I want every single person in this room to understand something about the anointing. The day you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the day that God anointed you with his spirit. Do you understand? You are anointed. I'm not going to pray for you to receive the anointing because you already have the anointing. Are you with me? Put your hand on your heart and say, I have... The anointing of the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, they would take a person, they would pour oil over them, and that process would be called the anointing. The anointing. In the New Covenant, God looked at you. He laid His hands on you. And He anointed you with His Spirit. What causes you to function in grace is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? So everybody's anointed. <laughs> Don't run to man for an anointing. Everybody has their own measure of anointing. Come on now. Verse 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things. For I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know the truth, and that no lie is of the truth. 24. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you will also abide in the Son and in the Father. Verse 25. And this is the promise that He has promised us. Eternal Come on. Come on. Come on. Verse 26. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing. 
which you have received from him abides in you. You do not need anyone to teach you, but the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie. Just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. There's two things that I need you to pay attention to right now. The first thing is an anointing. The second is the anointing. They're two separate things. When you come into this room, you need to understand when John, when God called John and Kelsey, he anointed them with the anointing to lead life. He anointed John and Kelsey to now have breakthrough in grace so that people can experience the anointing that is on their life. When you come and sit in this room, all you're experiencing week in and week out is an anointing that is on John and Kelsey. Come on now. Are you with me? That same Holy Spirit is in you for sure, but there's a measure that is on John and Kelsey that is not on anybody else in this room. It is on John and Kelsey. Because it has been given so that you, I can do what I do and you can do what you do. When you come into submission to the anointing in this room, in this house, you begin to function you begin to get covered. You're protected under the anointing that is on this house. But that is only half of what God wants for you. God wants for each and every person in this room to carry the anointing for their life. But an anointing will become the anointing when what you heard from the beginning abides in you. Oh, come on now. Come on. From the beginning of 2018, we started preaching. Manifest sons. We're giving our prophetic words. This is what the Lord is saying about 2018. And we released 20 prophetic words. How many of you remember it? Right. How many of you keep it in mind? How many of you study it? Huh? The Bible says, he, he tells Joshua, he says, do not depart from the word. Do not depart from it. Do not allow it to, to move from, don't move from the word left or the right. Stay focused. Let the word be in your mouth and in your heart and in your mind all the time. It is only then that an anointing that you experience here on a Friday will become the anointing in your life. When the word that is spoken abides in you. The reason why I'm saying that this message is a message of transition is because next week I'm going to give you prophetic words that will be absolutely unbelievable. But in order for you to experience the unbelievable, you've got to understand that that word unbelievable and that prophetic word has to abide. It is that abiding word in you that pulls the anointing upon you. When the word abides in you, this message that I preach abides in you. That word begins to pull the anointing so that that word can come to pass. Oh, come on, man. 
But first, just like Moses, I need to lay my hands on him. And I need to lay my hands on you and I need to transfer authority. See, let me tell you something. People have been fasting and praying for miracles, breakthroughs, signs, wonders, casting out demons, all of that. I don't. I feast and pray. Some fast and pray, some feast and pray. I feast and pray. Why? Because I understand the bridegroom is not coming. He has come. I'm not saying that, that God will not cause you to fast. Trust me, I live a fasted life as well. If there's anything in my life that takes even a slight preeminence than God, I cut it faster than anything else. Same thing with a problem. If that problem is taking my attention, I cut it off. See, when you understand you, you have authority, you don't pray for angels to come and deliver you. <laughs> when you don't have money, you're not going to pray for God to send money. You don't understand, authority is different. When Moses laid hands on Joshua, the Bible says the whole nation started following Joshua. Where he went, they went. What he said, they did. Because he was, uh, had authority on his life. God has a heavier judgment on people who speak the word. Please understand, I'm fully aware of what my flaws are and what God is dealing with me. I'm fully aware. You don't need to know. It's none of your business. What you need to do is focus on your flaws. Deal with it. Because I'll tell you, the way God dealt with Moses is how he could deal with me. You, can, you might get into the promised land, but if I, exp, if I show disobedience to him, I might not enter in. I might not experience what God has for me. Why? It's because of my relationship with him. I'll stay in the place till I learn to obey him. Are you with me? There's so many people in this room that have come to me for prayer and all I've said is within three weeks, you get a job. I'm not seeing a job. I'm not seeing businesses growing. I'm not seeing that in the future. I'm just saying it. Hey, your business will change from now then. Because I understand all of creation, please listen to me, all of creation is longing for sons who will manifest. Every rock on the planet was ready to pour out water when Moses spoke. The question I have for you today is, are you really ready for 2019? Are you really ready? 
The first test that Joshua had was Jericho. Listen, see the transition. See the transition. God did not tell Joshua, take a stick and hit the wall. Are you listening? Are you listening? He said, march around it seven times. Six times. And on the seventh time, he says, shout. Come on. Come on. Uh, I hope you get it. I hope you're getting it. I hope you get it. We're a Joshua generation. The way we deal with problems is by speaking. The way we deal with debt is by speaking against debt. The way we deal with sickness is by speaking against sickness and releasing health. When my nephew came to our home, I just, I just needed him to sleep so I can hold him. And I held him for an hour and I just spoke. When I was done speaking, he woke up and started speaking. Do you understand? If you understand authority, you won't waste your words. You won't throw it to anybody that wants it. But you'll set people free. If you're ready for 2019, I want you to stand up.